You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ketley Valcourt, with Grace Valentine. I love it. I <laughs> That's love the word. it. <laughs> she karaoke that, right? Um, yeah, so we are so excited for today's episode because we have a mutual friend who has been such a great friend to both of us, each uniquely. We both met her in different settings, so... It was just meant to be to have it her was, on the podcast. We've actually sure. been begging her to be on the oh, podcast. Oh, knocking on this girl's <laughs> door. She's so hard to definitely set a time. I know. With, I said I. I once joked with Carrie. I was like, nothing keeps me in check more than the fact that I never can get a hold of you. Like, and I'm like, busy, like, busy girl. I know. I'm like, okay. Does Carrie want to be my friend? But yes, she does. I've decided today she does. Okay. Uh, but I think my favorite thing about Carrie is she's the perfect mixture of having a lot of self control and being gentle, but still being spunky. And so I think that's something that. She probably doesn't even realize that she's really gifted in. But yeah. And so, Ketley, any other words about Carrie? I feel like she's your, like, perfect, like, Enneagram 9. Like, your face is you're in nine. the book. Mm-hmm. Like, she is a yeah. perfect... She also reminds me of an American Girl doll. Like, you're, like, a porcelain skin. Oh, like, you know. Actually, yeah. Kind of always dressed so conservative, oh. but cute and, like, put together, you know? She does her thing. Well, she does her thing. Say yeah, hi to the thanks, people, guys. Care Bear. Hello, everyone. Um, Grace, mainly the reason why I uh, ghost you is because so you're I, admitting it. I, didn't, I didn't say that. I said you were hard to get a hold of. She's like, no, no, no. no. I hate texting. It's a I FaceTime mine. you. Okay, yeah, that's true. I answer your Facetimes, don't I? Like seventy percent. Okay, well, more I than do. half. More than also, half. Also, I've been ghosting you about this because I get stage fright, and so oh, guys, <laughs> no need to be stage fright here in the water and wine podcast. We should have had a big We're glass all of wine. Friends. Yes, um, yeah. yeah. I would need that a little bit of a little yeah. bit of courage. We don't actually drink wine every time, guys. Yeah, I literally have like coffee. And yeah, we got our Stanley Cups here. I haven't had Coke in 48 hours. I'm trying to keep it up, but we'll see. I'm yeah, crave one after this. No wine here, guys. It's kind of disappointing. So, yeah. <laughs> so and it's a pl- I still got the flip cup table. I always joke. It's still here. Old faithful. So, old faithful. But one day we'll earn money for a big gold table. But yeah, Carrie, so what is, who are you in a, you know, you, yes, you're our friend who sometimes goes to me, but like in a professional standpoint, who are you? Okay, so I'm Carrie. I am 25 years old, live in Orlando. Um, Kelly, I, I mean, Carrie also called me old today at church. She goes, you're old, aren't you? I'm like, okay, dude, a couple older. months. Like, what's your birthday? It's in May. May, so May literally 97? less than a year. I'm June 24th, 96. So you don't act like I'm so this old too, hat. Too old. Well, technically, I think you're a millennial and I'm Gen no, Z. I'm so Carrie, you are not no. Gen Z. You are yes, not, I am. You, I act more Gen Z. You act more millennial. <laughs> let's be honest. Like, it's. A, I've heard it for like ninety five to ninety eight. It's a choice on which generation you choose. Oh yeah, that's that actually is, that's, that's fair. Because like, we all take on different things. So, like, yeah. I mean, let's be real. I'm more Generation Z. You're more millennial. I guess that's that's probably true, but I think technically ninety seven is the cutoff. Okay, so. hey, you're, <laughs> right, okay. you're so old. Today you gotta get older. I don't want to be a millennial. I don't want to be in the hustle MLM culture. Hustle like, MLM. Oh my gosh. They're like the boomerang culture. Oh. They do the boomies on Insta. I don't ever I do so a makes boomerang. Me okay. <laughs> and boomerangs are out for 2023. Uh, <laughs> for sure. They were out for 2022. That's fair. That is fair. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. What anyways. Do do? Um, I work at a commercial real estate company. 
in like management operations. Um, it's great, great company. Um, I have good days, I have bad days, but that is that is what it is like being in corporate America in your twenties. Um, but yeah, I'm still figuring out what I want to do with my life, and that's okay. And I think the issue with a lot of people in their 20s is they think their first job has to be their dream job. But, like, the whole point of your 20s is you're building up to get to those moments that will make you very, like, feel, like, fulfilled. You know, like, this Mm -hmm. is, like, the rising action of, like, your (laughs) life. You know, it's one chapter at a time. Yeah, for sure. And I also think that... I don't know. I think it's okay in your 20s to like explore different things, try different jobs, figure out what you like and what you don't like. Because in college, I didn't really do that. I was just focused on getting good grades and graduating. See, I feel like I, when I, and we were joking about this, me and Carrie also both talked about how we didn't get sorority exactly. <laughs> I think at first, like, yeah, we're kind of all girls with leaders. And then I'm like, but I actually, she was like, but I didn't get sorority exactly. I'm like, oh, me neither. Um, and so for anyone in college, I also think that there is, like, I actually just started writing in college, um, but I was scared to try new hobbies in college because you're kind of told that this is the hobbies you're supposed to do. And so for anyone in college or even in your 20s, having hobbies is just so good for your mental health. Like, whether it is, like, a blog or whether it is, like, pickleball, whether it is going to the movies or going having a dinner club, whatever it is, it's so important to have that because you never know what that could help a career down the road, too. But um, anyways, but I wanted Carrie to come on also because we had a great conversation after church today. And I know she's talked about this to Ketley personally too. Maybe, maybe not. But um, uh, but this is something we can all relate to is of kind of doubting ourselves and our, even like whether we're Christian. I don't know if y'all were ever a kid and you were like sitting there and even now you'll be like sitting in church and be like, I don't believe in God. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, I, God, you didn't hear that. God, so sorry. God, I, God, I believe in you. God, God, Satan, get away. God, <laughs> say, God, I love you. I love you. Like, and it's like this weird, like mind F, like you're gaslighting yourself. Like, am I a Christian? Like, and it's, it's so crazy. I remember this one time when I was younger. Well, not even one time. This was like my, like pure, like belief as a child was that we were already living in the end times. And anytime it was like super cloudy and like the sun would be poking out and you see like, these sun rays, I believe that those little sun rays, like God was rapturing like those leftover souls. So I would like literally sit Most in the back. Most kids seat of are my looking car. at the cloud saying, That looks like a dinosaur. Oh no, and I'm like, No, it's the rapture. And I was like, Man, like I uh, missed the rapture. I guess I have to be good this week or I don't get raptured next week. And that was just like my belief as a kid. And growing up, I'm like, Where did that come come from like no part like my family wasn't super intense like that my church growing up wasn't intense like that but I just believe like man like world's kind of kind of messed up I guess like you know end times already happened like we're living it baby but I mean you know obviously now I don't believe that but there is still some you know mature evolved version of that where there's that doubt that creeps in of like man like do I believe Mm. what I said I believe for all 26 years of my life or you know was I a fake am I a fraud like imposter syndrome that's literally but like Christian exactly version? Yeah. what we were talking about yeah after church yeah and it's hard too because it's like you know we've all like we said been in some leadership role in the church so you have that extra weight of guilt of like am I leading these kids astray because I believed wrong and all this stuff but again it it just comes with this journey of faith walk and in a whole sense yeah yeah and in leadership positions I think you ha- you think that you have to be perfect yeah because you're in that position so you'll sometimes shy away from sharing doubts and insecurities and things like that which is I think like not leadership I think being vulnerable is being a leader and so it's kind of the opposite 
It's kind of straight up um, yes, yeah. I think Sadie Robertson has said this once, like, make sure you're a leader with a limp. Like, I'd rather mm-hmm. follow a leader with a limp. And it's so true, the idea of, like, I what we think disqualifies us is actually what should make someone want to follow us. Mm-hmm. But I felt that way, that's for sure. I think even, whether it was working at a church or even just, even with podcasts, writing, and I'm like, I've come to the point where I'm like, I will always be the one who says my sin before someone else can. Like, I mm-hmm. will point out, I hope I confess faster than I worry about someone else. And at church, they literally were talking today about, correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, because you probably have a better understanding. You were taking notes. <laughs> and I uh, but that, and when we feel, instead of with sin, like, it's not about, like, trying to get rid of sin completely, but it's about serving others and having a loving heart, and then that will, in return, take away sin because I think we get so in our heads like I'm not gonna sin and then you're so stressed Mm -hmm, about it when you should just be walking in service and kindness and love well yeah and you're just so focused on like where you fall short that you're not focusing on how God is powerful strong like all of these things makes up for your shortcomings okay and talk to us about kind of what you said this past year was for you like 2022 was not your year right yeah, it was it was a very difficult year. Um, I was telling Grace earlier that I came to a point where um, I had been in leadership positions in high school, in college, and even after college um, in Christian circles. And so I came to a point last year where I had like no expectations on me. I wasn't in any Christian leadership um leadership position or circle or anything like that. I was still going to church, but didn't have that expectation on me. And so I kind of just came to a point where I was like, wait a second, what do, what do I believe about all of this? And all of these doubts that I think I was pushing down for a very long time kind of came to the surface and I was insecure in my salvation. I kind of at 24 years old was like, wait a second, am I saved or not? Or like, do I think that I'm saved and I'm not actually? Um, And so it was a very scary thing for me to think and also was scary for me to share with other people. Um, And I think eventually once I was honest with other people and with myself, it was very freeing for me to explore all of those questions, explore all of my doubts. And I really wish that I had done that earlier in life in high school and college. Um, and I think that that should be encouraged in the church. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, it was, that's kind of the short version of it, but was just a year of exploring that and caused a lot of like mental health stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was insecure in my salvation. So I was just insecure in general. Um, so lots of lots of exploring all of that, and it's not perfect now, but it's a lot better. It's a lot better, and I think like hearing you talk, it make it reminds me of um, of doubting Thomas, and like I think mm-hmm. he gets a lot of like he gets a bad rap, honestly, for just like being you know your name's literally doubting Thomas, like <laughs> yeah. that's what you're known your legacy, for. Like, your legacy, you were the doubter, you uh, Thomas, you walked around Jesus, and you still you asked still, to see his hands. But I think that's a beautiful moment where he was just like, okay, God, like I'm gonna bring this very like intimate and very like you know like insecure question to you of like. I don't believe in you. And he's right in front of him. So for us, when we're in this, you know, crazy life, we're in and out of work and church and all of this stuff, it's just distracted. Like, be, being doubtful and, like, really questioning your faith is so natural and so normal. And it really comes with, um, I guess, 
your maturity in your faith because you can get to this point where you're wondering if everything you believe is right. And like, obviously getting past that hump is mm -hmm. where you want to eventually be. But once For you sure. do, it's like, no, no, no. Now I want to help other girls, you know, say that this hump is normal. Let's you know, get past it. Let's figure this out together. Let's fight this good fight of faith. And let's know that like these doubts are like such a good and sweet thing. And I thought it was so reflective when you said that when you were insecure in your salvation, you became insecure in other things. Yeah. And I think so many times when we're trying to fix, like, oh, I don't feel pretty enough. I don't feel successful enough. Like, I'm comparing myself to other people. We think I just have to, like, self-love, girl, be obsessed with myself. Like, <laughs> And there is those things that you do have to work on, like, you know, accepting, like, your body, accepting who, like, your talents and your quirks and be content, like, being confident in who you are and content with who you are not. But also, I think it's so important to go back to the salvation and realize, when I root myself in realizing that, but it's easier said than done. And I think we're yeah. all on this journey. There's no going to be bippity-boppity-boo, I'm in this destination. And I remember you at lunch were saying, I just realized choosing the gospel, like, yeah, I may have been like, I've accepted Jesus in my heart, but it's also an everyday choice. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. And there's so many reasons not to. And I love that Ketley brought up Thomas because what, the beautiful thing in the scripture is Thomas asked Jesus, can I see your hands? Like he knew right. what he needed to see. Right. Like sometimes I think we get so scared in prayer to ask Jesus because we're like, dude, you, you want to make some a 15 minute time for me? Like you want to like show me something this week that would bring me joy? Can you show me something? And we get scared because we're like, should I even bother Jesus to save the world <laughs> with my little thing but he does care about our yeah. hearts and mm -hmm. he wants to hear it and when we're in our 20s and we're struggling he wants us to be honest yeah two things just want to say this um i think saying that doubting is normal Kelly, you're talking about that mm -hmm. i think that if you meet someone and they say that they have never had a phase of doubt that run that <laughs> is sketchy i mean i think that's just so normal and i think that you like have to confront those things in order to like be assured of your faith yeah. and to be confident in it. Um, and then second thing, hold on, I'm forgetting it. Okay, we know it came back to me. <laughs> um, I think with confidence, yes, it's like a daily choice to choose. Okay, I'm putting my identity in Christ. Yeah, because I, I this past year, I was like, what does that even mean? Like mm -hmm. Christians love to say that, like put your identity in Christ, and then like all of these fruitful things will happen. And I'm right. like, but how do I, how do I do that? And so I think that means, like, choosing every single day, like, okay, I'm going to believe that, like, God loves me and he's created me the way that I'm supposed to be. And, yeah, just choosing that confidence every day has really, really helped me. I mean, it's not perfect for sure. And some days I don't choose it because yeah. I'm human and sinful. But you but. get back up and you <laughs> get back on the horse of Christianity. You get bungering. Yeah, <laughs> but... Oh, sorry, you go, Ketley. A uh, real quick, you so you were saying how like um, how I was saying the whole like doubting is normal, and it made me think of this one conversation I was having with the mom that I nannied for over the summer, and basically having the same questions. And she's like, you know, has two young kids, married, all of that, and like in her age, she is still doubting, and she's still saying like, yeah, like we still struggle to go to a church because we still have those doubts of like, okay, what are you guys about? What are we about? And it's us joining you going to be a good representation of who Christ is at the end of the day. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, so you're saying that we never figure it out and never gets easier. She's like, unfortunately not. And, um, I was just kind of just like word vomiting with her, this whole doubting thing. And she goes yeah. like, never the scariest thing you'll ever see is a man without questions. And I remember hearing Ooh. that and I was like, Ooh, Ooh. Like, Ooh. Ooh. like shudders. Like, oh my gosh. Like, that's so true because like we get so shamed for women. asking. Yeah. Or women. Or women. Women without questions. Equal opportunity. <laughs> right. yes. I love it. I love it. 
But that's so real because we get so shamed in asking the hard questions and we get even scared of like, oh my gosh, I thought the wrong question. And yeah. what is gonna, what does that say about my salvation? But it's such a beautiful thing to ask questions and mm -hmm. to really, you know, look at your leaders and hold them accountable of like, hey, like, this is what you preached on Sunday, but here you are like, you know, Tuesday afternoon, not really following up. And those questions, it kind of gets, gives us a bad rep of like, oh, we're stirring the pot or yeah. oh, we're the ones that are not like, you know, X, Y, and Z. But going back to what you were saying in confidence, like it really does show that we are confident in what we believe in because yeah. we're able to like stand and ask questions when other people are not standing up for what they've said that they believe in. But, yes. Yeah. And Very I think true. just giving yourself a little bit of grace too, where like mm -hmm. you're not gonna, especially in your 20s when like you're trying to do so much. I don't know if you feel like that too, that it's so easy to get distracted. Like a lot of us, like for the longest time I worked at a church and then I worked at another church and then like there's always been these gaps in finding a church. Like, and mm -hmm. it's like hard. And I've talked to so many other people in my similar career, which is sad, but we've all kind of struggled finding a church because our work, we talk about Jesus all the time. Like, you know? Yeah. And I, I had to, this is my year this year. I'm like, I'm going to get plugged into my new church. Like I'm not going to use any excuse. And it's hard to like yeah. and there's so many people also in their 20s or in college I remember being in college and not having a church I went to a church kind of on Sundays but then even when I had a moment with Jesus rekindled I felt so awkward trying to get plugged into church and I made so many excuses and so I just want to say give yourself grace but not excuses from doing things that like yeah that it's okay if you haven't plugged yourself into a church and you're a senior in college it's okay if you're 23 and you do love Jesus but you haven't served ever at a church mm -hmm. but like give yourself the grace where it is but also don't give yourself the excuse to stay there yeah that's yeah. good that's good okay so confidence it's 2023 how are you able to like step in to I guess like life after doubt not saying you're never gonna doubt again <laughs> <laughs> what I'm are your goals woman. for confidence this year <laughs> too woman. My goals for confidence? Yeah, mm -hmm. or what even what Kelly said, like, how are you going to... Mm, moving forward. Um, I think that... I think that moving forward, I am going to be more curious. Um, I think in, like, exploring my doubts. I've, like, begun reading a lot of books. Um, just kind of not to, like, to know for myself, like, what the answers are to some questions and also you're not going to know the answers to a lot of questions. Yep. Um, but I've started reading, um, the reason for God by <gasps> Timmy Tim Keller. Keller. Oh, I love Timmy. Timmy Keller. I love Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've started reading that book. I've started reading it before. It's really dense. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it takes a long time to get through it, but I've been wanting to read it so I can know for myself, but also kind of like if, other people, non-Christians, come to me with questions about these things um, that I will know the answers and kind of be able to point them in the right direction. Um, I just think it's good to be exposed to those things and know the answers to those things. Um, so that's one thing. Um, and then... What about even with career? How do you find... With my career? Yeah, mm. like confidence in the fact that like, right now you're in a job, and you're, you're great at it, and your company obviously loves you, but there's probably some days, like, most people in their 20s where you don't, like, you're like, am I being purposeful? And mm. since you have, like, a normal mm. corporate girl jolly, jo jobby, jolly, jolly, jolly. Here's <laughs> a corporate girl girly. Is corporate, you know, whatever. Girly. There we go. Jobby. <laughs> Anyways, what, how do you find confidence that that's purpose in that? Ooh, okay. Um, I'm still figuring this out. Or how you work um, it. Yeah. I think for me, um, coworkers, as a Christian um, working with non-Christians, I really value my coworkers and 
um, creating relationships with them. So that's one way that I find purpose. Um, and then I just read a really good book. It's called Designing Your Work Life. It's so great. Um, it's kind of talking about like reframing your perspective of work um, because I think like 75% of Americans, some statistic like that, would say that they're unhappy in their work. And it kind of challenges you to think like, is that actually true? Is is 75% of the population actually like unhappy in their work or like do we just have the wrong mindset about mm. it? Um, and so it talks about like different ways that you can enjoy your work, um, challenging yourself and investing in your coworkers, um, just like creating different ways in your work. So I'm kind of trying to figure out at the moment, what actually do I like? And so, again, I'm going to be curious yeah. and kind of explore. And so talk to people at my company that are in different departments and talk to people outside of my company that work in different fields and just kind of, like, see what they do and be curious about their work to kind of see, like, would I enjoy that? Do Should I be in the field that I am right now? Just kind of get curious about it. I like that. I think the curious of like being curious about other people too, in mm -hmm. general, like with your coworkers, I think is like an easy way to find purpose, like kind of living on mission for them. And also, I think just I think like I said in the beginning, like give yourself your first job won't be your dream job. Every day you're working towards something, and that's to press on for God's glory. And it's all about focusing on that and not trying to be this boss. I think right now we see so many people get their way on TikTok or we see all these like mm -hmm. congratulations, especially in our phase and we're either watching an engagement, a uh, wedding, uh, someone get their dream job, someone create a great company, that it's okay to celebrate also your little achievements. Like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I got through another freaking week. Like, yep. cheers yes. to that. I got through a really hard accounting season. Like, mm -hmm. I got through and I sold another house. And, you know, celebrate those little things because – there will be plenty of big things, but big things are a lot more rare in your life than little things. And also, some people are just finessing on Facebook and saying crap. Like, and, like don't overthink someone's status and compare your life to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think that I've learned um, how to do hard things. Like, when I'm having a hard day and I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, learning how to, like, mentally fight that and yeah. get through it and just work hard and... I think that that's glorifying to the Lord, um, just like being a good worker, even when you don't want to do the work, because not all work is being an influencer on TikTok or like just like oh yeah, all this like rainbows and butterflies, yeah. like jobs that we see out there that like we think like, oh, that would be like the perfect job. Not all that job is not perfect and like no job is perfect. It's all going to be hard. So, yeah. And I feel like just with this, like, you know, our 20s in general, we like, I love what you said, like you're just going to be, you know, curious and asking tons of questions and networking and getting yourself out there. And I think that's yeah. like one of the biggest like things I learned um, from my dad. Like my dad can literally talk to anyone. And I, he just would always say like sometimes it's more about who you know than what you know. And that just, like, pushed me to, like, get to know people from, like, all different walks of life. And I think, like, in our 20s, if we're all doing that, like, we're creating this, like, little community of, like, support. And it's just we get into our 30s eventually. And also, I've heard that our 30s is actually way better than our 20s. So I'm like, Well, because we have more really? money. That's, like, <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, that's, like, gotta be the only thing. That's the only reason. Not even about happiness, but it does make you a little more secure. Uh, a little like, more secure. <laughs> we love to and see And it does it. buy a trip, you know, that's not a bachelorette trip you have to pay for. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
And I think it's like, so funny because we get to this point where we are more secure financially, just in ourselves, like all of that good stuff. And we're like, okay, like I want to keep these connections and I'm seeing like these people are doing great things. And like, I'm also doing these great things too. And I have this amazing support that I'm like, okay, like I want to try this new, like work in this new field. And so, and so I met like 10 years ago, works there. Like, I want to know like, what it'd be like to just call and have a conversation. And I love just simply having a conversation with someone about something. You just get to wonder with them and get to dream and see what your life yeah. is like if you just explore those curiosities also yeah. you were saying earlier how like opening up to friends is like the biggest thing that helps us get through the weeks of just like mm -hmm. the normal we're gonna fluctuate with this doubt insecure doubt insecure because we're yeah. on a world that we don't belong like in the scripture we talk about today in church i'm referring so much wow i'm that girl like in the sermon today in the church and the sermon today it's like you know we're literally called foreigners and exiles because like we're supposed to feel like freaking aliens on this earth like foreigners mm -hmm. who don't belong and so that's why we have this like I'm doubting. I suck. And wait, God is good, but do I believe in him? Like, it's because we are foreigners. And so I think, how do you have these relationships and friendships, Carrie, that you said, like, that you could open up to? Um, well, I was afraid to open up for a very long time. Was it because um, they were Christian culture friends? Does that make it even more scary? I think that the, just the communities that I had been in and maybe the churches that I had grown up in, I didn't really see like doubt or questions modeled for me um or maybe that just happened like behind closed doors or just I didn't see that happen mm -hmm. and so I felt super discouraged to share that with other people because I felt super alone um but when I did share it with one of my friends shout out Fran um <laughs> we've actually talked about in the podcast before. Uh, yeah wait Recently, really yeah. the other day, I think I talked about how we joked about being strong and like People say massive, and I was like, Fran's been killing. Anyways, whatever. She doesn't even know. Don't yeah. even tell her. Let's just see if she noticed the past two episodes. She probably won't even notice. <laughs> um, but what was I saying? Oh, when I opened up to her, um, I just want to say that, like, bringing things to the light is, like, the most freeing thing. Like, mm. with yourself, being honest with yourself, being honest with your friends, and being honest with God. Even even though God knows everything, he knows all the doubts that you have, right. all the thoughts that you have, but he, like, delights in us telling him our struggles. So um, just, yeah, being honest with him. But it brings so much freedom, and if you don't share those things or you're not – I cannot speak. If you're not honest um, – it just brings so much shame mm -hmm. and shame is not going to shame is not from the Lord. And so it just like does not foster growth. Um, so yeah, just be honest with your friends. Um, even if you think that you are the only one, because I can promise you, you're not the only one. We're not the only one. That's so true. That's so true. And I think like a lot of times, like, I will have these moments and I like have these like conversations that I have in my head and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to process it on my own because it's not that big of a deal or like I don't want really anyone to know that I'm doubting or know that I like thought this like, you know, sinful thought or whatever. And because I have it once, I think it's never going to, it entertaining it once or like, you know, struggling through it once, it's going to go away after that. But it really doesn't. And I think like what you said was so mm -hmm. true, like bringing it to light, it changes the game. And I was having a super honest conversation with a friend of mine like not too long ago. And I like prefaced it because, you know, when you have like those like thoughts, you're like, okay, I'm still a Christian. Okay. But like, no, no, no I don't think <laughs> this anymore. Or like, oh, yes. you know, like I just want to, I just want to talk like super short. You want to preface it to be like, no, 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 I'm good. And like a lot of times your good friends are going to be like, it, just, just say it, just say it. Yeah. And then once I do, it's like, it 
it's a game changer. Like, mm-hmm. thinking it and saying it, putting out there, like, putting it out in the light, having someone, like, really help you process it. Because I'm a verbal processor. Like, yeah. I have to talk it out loud. So, like, when I'm just thinking about it in my head, it does absolutely nothing for me. Um, but yeah. really having your friends know and, like, having them, like, being able to um, process it with you, they're also, like, holding you accountable. It's like, yes, okay, like, for sure. let's figure this out. Okay, what does this mean to, like, walk past or walk in doubt with you? And, like, mm-hmm. what are the things you need from me as a good friend to, like, support you in this? Yeah. And, again, like you said, more times than not, they already have those thoughts. And they yeah. can definitely speak to, speak into that. Um, but I think it's super good. And I've actually had – I love the Notes app. I have a running Notes um, with my one of my coworkers. She's amazing. We do lunches every Tuesday, and like I always, I title it "Things to Talk About with Heather," and it's literally just like the randomest of like, ooh, like where are good places to like go shopping for like vegetables to like, okay, so like, how did you like go through doubt when you were like in your teens and stuff? So it ranges from like crazy things, but um, it just keeps me accountable of like these are things I've thought through, and I need to just process them with her. Yes, and she's just yeah, she's a great person for that. But yeah. And I think sometimes we get scared to open up to friends because we're scared it's going to be a friendship-altering moment that they'll mm. look at us less. But, like, also it could be, like, such a friend-changing moment for the good. Like, you know, that could be, like, your climax where you and as a friend grow together. So mm-hmm. there might be some people who handle those conversations horribly. I've watched it be done horribly. Like, I watched yeah. the classic, like, well, are you, you know, if you just got to believe in Jesus. Like, you just, if you read his word, like, you should know <laughs> the right answer. Like, why are you even doubting? Like, then you're not a believer. Like, you yeah. know. There's people who come about it with no comfort, like, all pointing fingers. Um, but don't let one bad conversation stop you from trusting new friends with something so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. For sure. Okay, so thank you so much, Carrie, for hanging out with us. Um, honestly, like, it's just so refreshing to hear your thoughts and have a good old, you know, honest conversation and, like, verbally processing yeah. and bring yeah. it all to the light. <laughs> any last-minute tip, one last tip you have for anyone struggling with something that you've talked about, whether it's doubt, whether it's confidence, any of it? No matter how much shame you're feeling for that question, that doubt, that insecurity, you're not alone, and just mm-hmm. go to someone that you trust like an older woman that you know, just go to her and tell her what like you're Grace, feeling. An old woman, <laughs> the millennial Grace. Slide into Still Grace's so DM. annoying. <laughs> I, Carrie called me old in front of the group of people. You're old, right? <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. It's okay. I get Botox for a reason. Okay, <laughs> it's my secret of the, the podcast. Yes, just go to an older person and tell them what you're feeling. There's no shame in that. Please. Okay, who do, do we want to sponsor this episode to with? Kelly, you want to hit us set ourselves? Oh Sean? my gosh, it got me first. I was still thinking about I it. I know, Kelly usually does this thing where she tries to be the one to ask people to sponsor that way so I she can, can be go the last. last. Yes. I know, that's, she can hear that's it. That's my okay. MO. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Thank you um, so much. I'm sponsoring this to uh, Alex Earl, which is this TikToker. Uh, <laughs> Everyone knows about this girl. I know, we you talked know about her on a previous podcast. No. Kelly does it. Um, I have officially decided in this podcast that I will try white eyeliner and I'll keep you updated. Uh, so, uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope she's listening. Um, I think she's beautiful and it was so great. If you don't know the drama, she broke up with her boyfriend because he wanted to post her and I just respect it. This MLB player oh trying to get girls God. DM. Anyways, yeah. I live for teen drama. Um, I've been a closet Alex Earl follower um, for a couple of months now, and I, I was like, I wonder what any of my friends like. You could always assume I, I know. <laughs> I definitely, I, I definitely kept that in 
I kept you that to bring myself. It to the light. Yeah, then I brought it to the light today Period. when Grace brought up Alex Earl. Um, I so love that. now I know I'm not alone in watching her videos. Um, but so I would funny. like to. I would like this episode to be sponsored by how? What do I say? Sponsored by, not sponsored. We've yeah. been yelled at. Yeah, sponsored I didn't by. know why you said. But okay, I thought whatever. I said it wrong. Okay. Um, sponsored by my new Stanley Cup. <laughs> I sponsored the last episode to Stanley Dang Cups. it! I okay, know. I just became it's okay. You can still, you can still do it. Yeah. Um, Which color did you get? The matte or did you get? The- uh, I think that this is called Cloud, and I have the thirty ounce one, so oh, it doesn't I, have the that's handle. That's a different one. Yeah, I like that the spell you can go down. I do worry yeah. about that my straws just out there like free balling life. Yeah, I'm <laughs> worried about washing this one though. I think it's mm. gonna get a little gross, but um, I'm not a out there. total base because this one's kind of different. It is, and I do, I respect it. The most Carrie thing ever. <laughs> She's basically yeah. adjacent. So again, this episode is sponsored by Stanley Cups. I love it. <laughs> Not the hockey one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so right, yeah. Um, okay, so this episode is sponsored by the wedding season, and that's oh. literally the reason why I got to come back in town. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I got am, married. Praise I God. know. She's amazing. Caitlin, ooh, her new last name, her new last name, Sharif, I think, Sharif. Catley did say there were no cute boys at the party, though. So. Oh, I'm sorry. Ew. I know. I was kind of walking in, like, Caitlin, you know, Caitlin, you should have peeled. had hotter friends, you know? That's what, I mean, I walked in, I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe that guy over there, but, you know, it was just, it he was, was married, to, wasn't he? Yeah. They often always are. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the age range we're, we're peeking at right now. Is everyone, yep. every guy our age is like married or whatever. So it is what it is. I'm glad I got to come back in town and uh, hang out with some good people. Uh, but yeah, the wedding season, it's crazy. It's upon us. It's we crazy. love it. But we had a good time. Thank you so much, Care Bear. It's always so fun. If you want to put you out your, your Instagram at. Do you want to um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna put. My okay, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. But if you if you have any older brothers, look at people. Fo- I'm following Carrie, and you know what? Follow me if you want. I'm on <laughs> private though. You'll be unrequested. I don't know. Follow. They'll, <laughs> They'll be in the waiting room. They'll be in the waiting room. I work for. It. We'll see if they find it. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Ge- love guess it. Guess how my name is spelled. Yeah. You, you oh, won't. that. You won't. You actually, well, that's is. true. That's true. But every kiss begins with. Okay. Okay. Anyways, th- please subscribe to us at Water into Wine Podcast. Follow us. Follow us on social media at the Grace Valentine and Ketley. What's your handle? At underscore K E T T underscore underscore Ket. It's and look at her as- little pro pic with the little little, a little cartoon. cartoon. Here, I here. love her. But yeah, we love you all. Have a great day. Have a great day. Why did I say that? Have a have a great week. Whatever. <laughs> have a great Thanks week. for tuning in. Bye. <laughs>